Welcome back, everyone. It's Shed Some Light, episode 21. You might be asking yourself, Jack, why are you introing this right now? Michael, why are you not introing this? Did those beer cracks sound a little different? Because they should. We got our Miller Lights here, but they're special. You know why? Because my brother, my co-host, the day of recording, just got engaged. Congratulations, Michael. Let's go. You have just got engaged. How do you feel? Uh, you know, heart rate is still through the roof. It's been through the roof all day. Um, I was actually looking at it on my Apple Watch. Uh, spiked? <laughs> spiked right about 1 o'clock today? It's so funny because, so, uh, backstory. Everyone, my whole family left the house prior to me leaving the house. So I was by myself for about an hour. I was pacing the entire house. There was no TV on, no music. It was dead silent. And I was just going over lines in my head. And I decided to look at my watch and press the little heart rate monitor. <laughs> 120 at least. I was at 135 at beats least, per minute. At least 120. At, at noon today. <laughs> Michael, Michael, was, Michael was amping himself up like it was before like a playoff game. <laughs> he was he was walking around. He's you know bobbing his head. There's no music going on. He's just getting himself in the zone. Congrats, brother! And a little preview. We're gonna have a very special guest. Second segment on today. If you know if you know what I'm saying, we'll we'll be there. Second segment. You know, just overall, congrats, congrats, Michael. It was it was a long day, but you know, well worth it. All worth it. Well All worth, worth it. it. Well. Well, uh, <laughs> she's well, special guest is in the shed some light studio right now and is again uh, crying just from hearing us talk about <laughs> it. We'll get we'll get to that second segment, but first we gotta say tried and true. We're talking sports, my Indiana Hoosiers, baby. Let's go, Tom Allen, Leo. That's my boy, Michael Penix, Stevie Scott, uh, Wob Fillier, baby. We knock off number eight Penn State at home with just. An immaculate game. The roller coaster of emotions I was going through was just insane. Going from we're up, we're up ten, we're down eight, we tie it, we almost fuck it up with like I don't know what our <laughs> kicker is doing. Just like trying to kick an onside kick with forty seconds left, we're giving the ball at the, the fifty yard line. All they got to do is kick a field goal. They they leave it short, and Michael Penix Jr. Just the, the the creation of Adam, Michelangelo picture, <laughs> tips the ball into the end zone, two-point conversion. We win that shit. Let's go. Hoosiers, baby. baby. Boom. Hoo, 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 Hoosiers. Let's go. All right. Suck it, baby. So, Big uh, 10, IU's back. I got, a, I got a couple things to say here. First, Big 10 football. Welcome back, IU. Let's go, baby. Second thing, um, I apologize in advance if my comments don't make sense today. My mind uh, still fully isn't working. And uh, number three, I supposedly watched the end of that game yesterday. Don't remember it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> slipped the mind. Might, might have slipped the mind. Yeah. It was a long day, to say the least. It was a long weekend, to say the least. You were just pulling the you know, slick move so that uh, your uh, fiancé <laughs> didn't know that you were proposing, you know? I couldn't make just, anything obvious, so I really took one for the team and got hammered. had way too much to drink. Yeah, that's how you do it. And that's how you sell a proposal, everybody. <laughs> hey, Hoosiers, that's all, all I'm going to say is, you know, we're 1-0 in the Big Ten. We came in, Tom Allen. I'll, I'll take a bullet for Tom Allen. I love Tom Allen. He's the best. He came to our flag football, intramural flag football championship game last year, which we won, and he gave us a halftime speech. Coincidence? I think not. 
And then he has a quote after the game of like, they asked him like, why go for two? He said, listen, we've been close so many times. He said, I'm sick of being close. It's time to go out there and win a game. That's what I fucking love out of my head coach right there. Let's go Hoosiers, baby. Suck it, Penn State. You thought you were going to, oh, is Penn State going to be the one to compete with Ohio State for the Big Ten Championship? No, Indiana's going to be the one to compete with Ohio State (laughs) for the Big Ten Championship. Let's go Hoosiers, baby. Let's go. That's how we do it. I like that. I like That's that. That's a, that, that was a big first that win. Pump there. me up right there, baby. Pump one and zero up. Uh, IU now ranked nineteenth in the coaches poll. Let's Boom, go, baby. That's how we do it. It's the highest we've ever been ranked. I is IU a football school? People are asking. People are now asking: Is <laughs> IU a football school? We, we everyone knows we're a basketball school, but people are asking: Are we a football school? Answer: Yes. We're back. We're so back. Boom. We go into a uh, you know. Tough Rutgers uh, next week who are 1-0. First time ever having a winning record in the Big Ten, so congrats to them, which is a, an absolute wild stat. <laughs> just, can we just like take a take a moment to pause for a second? They're 1-0. It's the first time they've ever had a winning record in the Big Ten. That's, that is insane. Rutgers doing big things. Doing <laughs> Greg Giano, baby. Everybody watch out. Watch out. But uh, I think we can move on. You want to talk a little bit about Notre Dame football? Notre Dame football. Good win. It's a good win. Still undefeated. But explain to me this. Why and how is Ohio State 1-0 and jumps us in the rankings? I mean, it's absolute bullshit. Eat dicks. Did you see what uh, Kirk Herbstreit said on Twitter? He said, my top four from this week. And he capitalized this week. He said, Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia. Next two is Notre Dame, Oklahoma State. Georgia didn't play a fucking game this weekend, and they jumped us. This week, Kirk Herbstreit, just fucking admit you just hate Notre Dame. Just admit it. So, like, uh, it's, it's so obvious. Just also, admit you hate Notre Dame. Also, Kirk Herbstreit, your kids are on quote-unquote scholarship at Clemson, and they are literally the lowest-ranked recruits that you trash. can get in, like, football recruiting. Like, li- they have the literal lowest ranking that you can get as a f- high school football player. Kirk Herbstreit, your kids are trash at football. You you just suck my ass. You paid them to get no in. no clue what the fuck you're talking about. So that you can hop on the bandwagon. Uh, just, how does Georgia jump us? They literally didn't even play a fucking How game. does Ohio State jump us? They're 1-0. And, and, like, listen, if we played, like, a, a shit game, and we, we won by, like, four... Or like seven, I would understand it. A we won two point forty five to three. What more do you want? What the fuck do you want us to do? How do we? How do we drop in the rankings? This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Big Ten shouldn't shouldn't make the fucking playoffs. Thank you. As much as I hate to say, it, unless IU goes eight, no, then they one billion percent should make the playoffs. They <laughs> no, deserve it. No, no, there is yes, yes, yes to yes. that. But there is no big team that deserves to make the playoffs. If they, if they, are they, even gonna... they should be punished for being idiots. Yeah. There's no way that they're going to play eight games either. I can already guarantee yeah, that. Oh, one hundred percent. If it's if it's like what the five percent, yeah, isn't it like the, yeah? That's a stupid. That's a stupid. Which issue. is like four players. Yeah, that's so fucking stupid. There's no way. Either that or they hid COVID cases. There, yeah, teams are not going to report it. Then. Yeah, exactly. They're just going to be like, oh, he's ruled out by an undisclosed and injury or something like that. So this is episode twenty-one. I don't know what episode it was, but a previous episode I called a long time ago. I already can guarantee you that I, Ohio State's going to be four and zero. Oh and make a case to get into the playoffs because those were the only four games they played. Yeah, I mean, it's bullshit. They should be punished just for being stupid. Get out of town. You're, you, The Big Ten, guess what? The Big Ten fucked up, and they were like, oh, there's no way we can do this, but guess what? We did it, and or they did it, and now that they're fucking, they're fucking idiots. There's no way 
that if every other con if every other conference can can play twelve games, there's no way that the Big Ten should be able to play like eight or nine and get in. It's just stupid. There's no way around it. And they they should be punished just for being stupid. Yeah, very dumb. I don't understand how they think that they're going to be able to get play eight games if they're actually going to play eight games and then, you know, think that they can make a case to get into the playoffs. Well, Not going to happen. I said it I said it on one of the earlier podcasts. It's it's the exact same argument that every fucking person uses yes, against Notre Dame exactly. for the past fucking decade. And now guess what? It's on you guys and it's worse. Every Big Ten fucking fan is like, oh, Notre Dame doesn't deserve to make it. They don't play a conference championship. They play one less game. Hey, fuckers, you guys are playing like three less games this year. <laughs> Welcome to it, baby. You just got caught in your own argument, you dumbasses. So if you're going off what you guys have been saying for the past fucking decade, then shut your goddamn mouth and you guys won't make the fucking playoffs. There's, yeah. This is stupid. It, that's it. it. You, everyone everyone that's arguing this is stupid. It makes my blood boil that Ohio State at 1-0 is now ranked third ahead of Notre Dame. And and the other thing that people are going to say is like, well, you you know what Ohio State is. Even if they're ain't no, you can probably assume that they're going to be better. Hey, no. there's no assuming. No. There's no assuming. You cannot assume. If you're if you didn't play all the games, you cannot assume. Are they is is there a chance that they're right? Yeah, of course that there's a chance that they're right if you assume. But guess what? We're talking about who makes it in and who doesn't. You don't play as many games as someone else. You have three more games that you have three less games that you could have lost. So don't talk to me about assuming this or assuming that. You didn't fucking play because you're stupid, and now you're going to get punished for it. Or you should get punished for it. Get out of town. That's all I'm saying. It's fucking stupid. So that one, uh, that's a topic that makes my blood boil. So we're going to leave it there and uh, move on to the next one, baseball. World Series. Game, Game four had, in my opinion, one of, if not the craziest ending to any World Series game I've ever seen in my entire life. That was absolutely bananas. It's tied 2-2 after Game 4. Game 5 is going on right now. 3-2 at the moment. Uh, Dodgers are up. The ending to that game was absolutely banana land. The the From everything from the guy misplaying the ball in center field to uh, a Rosarena tripping around third base to Will Smith not catching the ball at home. Like, I don't know what the fuck happened. That was it was such a roller coaster of emotions watching that last play, being like, "Oh, at least we're gonna tie. <laughs> at least they're gonna tie. Oh, maybe they're gonna win. Oh, he tripped around third base. Oh, he missed the ball." There was just I literally had no idea what was going on. I was like, "Holy shit, what the fuck just happened?" So that happened uh, on Friday night. No, nope. Saturday night. Last night. Saturday Michael night. I has no idea what's going on. <laughs> that happened Saturday night. Uh, when I was, you know, really taking one for the team, you know, as we discussed, so you know, really selling the setup <laughs> and, uh, I did not watch it. I just got the not live, but you know, reaction post game from Jack. Oh, it was dude. I've, I've never been in more of a, like, I thought the IU game was a roller coaster of emotions, but that was just a long roller coaster. This was like up, down, up, down, up, down immediately. All in a matter of like 30 seconds. <laughs> I don't know. I legitimately don't know what happened. It was the craziest ending to any World Series game I've ever seen personally. I don't know. I don't know what happened. It was it was awesome. I love it. The series is great. This guy, Randy Rosarena, has came out of absolutely fucking nowhere and is just raking all day. He set the uh, World Series record for most amount of home runs in the postseason. Like, 
I, I don't really think he hit a lot of home runs during the year. And then just comes out of nowhere and is like, yup, I'm going to just, you know, hit nukes all day. That was absolutely crazy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> second. We got a live review going on as we're recording this. Uh, Randy. I will say, though, that the Rays uniforms are Sweet. pretty They're sick. They're going back with the Devil Rays uniforms yeah. right now. Love I like it, those baby. a lot. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Doesn't change my uh, allegiance for this series. Nah, I should go though. Dodgers. Should but... though. Should though. Go Rays, baby. <laughs> I don't get. It. I don't get how you don't want the Rays to win. I mean, I'm not going to be mad, but if I'm picking a team, I have a very close friend who's a Dodgers fan, so I'm going to root for them. I also have a close friend who's a Dodgers fan, which is why I'm rooting for the Rays. I don't want to see that kid happy. Oh, I want to see my friend happy. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck him. Let's go Rays, baby. Go Dodgers. Go Rays. Plus, also. As we went back in a couple podcasts ago, uh, actually one of our most popular podcasts, when I was talking about the the best quesadilla that I ever had right outside Dodger Stadium, boom, great quesadillas, well, great baseball. The, well, I don't want you to, I don't want you to jump to any conclusions. Have you ever had a quesadilla outside Tropicana <laughs> Field? So don't don't knock Tropicana Field's quesadilla. So outside uh, Miller Light, if you're listening, could you send me down to Tampa Bay? We'll try out some. So that I can try out a quesadilla outside of the Rays stadium and compare it to the quesadilla outside of the Dodgers stadium, and then I'll have an yeah, accurate. Pick your allegiance. Yeah, an accurate uh, pick on who I truly want to win. Speaking Dodgers. of which, Miller Lite. I posted a little nice little engagement photos with, you know, my brother right here. We posted a nice little case of Miller in there too. So, you know, shout out to Miller Lite. Got to have it in there. Also. It's almost just as important as the ring. <laughs> <laughs> also also that one, that one got me a nice look also shout out to uh, another very close friend of the pod for supplying tonight's miller lights for that, the podcast that's why, they, that's why if the the crack of the beer sounded different it's because they're special extra crisp crack because we got them from an extra special very close friend <laughs> that's how you know your friends know you when you're like hey what do you want for an engagement gift just give me a case of miller boom it was boom. it was the perfect gift it was it really is I, the, I opened it up and the first thing i said boom we got a couple podcasts ahead yep. of us and now we're yep. supplied let's go that's <laughs> what i like to see the cans and everything it wasn't bottles it was perfect nope. he and knows you know he what knows. else it came cold came cold keep them cold keep them we, cold. we did indeed keep them cold <laughs> kept them cold yeah last sports though that we're going to talk about bears Bears. Tonight, as you are listening, look at Big me. Big game. Look at me getting that correct. Yeah. Tonight, I'm learning. Tonight, tonight Bears, as you're Rams. Bears, Rams. Bears. Bears. Did you see every single person like in sports media pick the Rams to win? We, well, say, we say it like hypothetically as bulletin board material. If I'm Matt Nagy, I legitimately put that on a bulletin board. And then I have Khalil Mack coming hip toss any fucking offensive lineman on the on the Rams and just let's fucking go, baby. I'm ready. I'm pumped. I'm pumped up. I, I keep saying this every week, but um, it's just imagine the bears at the next best record that they could be at. Imagine the bears at six and one bears. <laughs> what? I mean, I'm not going to apologize. Bears are, bears are <laughs> five and one right now. I mean, we're going to be six and one bears all day, baby. I want to, I want, I want a big game. I want to just shove it down someone's throat. Uh, it's it's national TV prime time Monday night football. You know, uh, SoFi Stadium though is pretty sick. The new Fuck the new stadium that they get to play. Don't in. care. I care. Jared Goff's a wuss when it comes to playing <laughs> the Bears, baby. We dominate Jared Goff. Let's go. I want Khalil Mack in there. I want to keep Hicks in there. I just want him just 
hip tossing offensive lineman and just spear tackling Jared Goff. Let's go. I'm okay with Let's that. Let's go. I am okay with that. I I, I have I have a I have a strangely good feeling about this game. Okay. Which I don't know if that's good, because normally if I have a good feeling, it doesn't end up well. But here's something from my sometimes it does. Here's something from my perspective. Every single Bears game this year, I have felt extremely neutral. And tomorrow, I feel extremely neutral. So okay, so we're, Bears. We're right where we need to be. Bears. <laughs> so, so what you're telling me is uh, Bears. That's what I'm hearing. Bears. That's what I like to hear. You know what? If you're, if you're feeling neutral, Bears. Then <laughs> hammer the Bears, baby. All right. All right. So that's where we are going to wrap up segment one. We've got... As Jack mentioned, our very special, very special guest, guest coming on for segment two here. We're going to grab some Miller Lite refills, and we will catch you after this break. Cricket Tower, we're back. Segment two. Like I teased in the first, we got a very special guest here. My brother's fiance, Sierra. How you doing? Hey, guys. Welcome back to the show. Welcome it's back. Al- it's also weird, uh, Jack. Leading off both segments. I know, right? <laughs> nor- I feel I feel very empowered. It's normally my job, but I passed the duties on today. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's also it's also weird calling you calling Sierra the fiance. Yeah, because I'm gonna be your sister That's, soon enough. Uh, fucking shaking <laughs> in my boots what, right now. What the nuts is going on? So <laughs> segment two, gonna do something we know never really done before. We're gonna do a nice little interview. <laughs> with the two newly engaged over here. Hey. So I want to start off, Sierra, walk me through the day. You have any idea? How'd you feel? How was it? How was everything? Well, I don't know if Michael wants me to expose him that much, but I was I was gonna expose myself once the question got over to me. So you can I mean, say what you want, but okay. I'll expose myself later. Okay. So I didn't have any inkling that it was going to happen. And when I thought of it, um, this morning, Michael was a little bit hungover. So I knew that nothing was going to happen. He literally thought nothing. Yeah, I I thought nothing was going to happen. Like he was just going to go in the shower and hang out for a while. So I was like, all right. Michael, Michael, not feeling very good to, to start the morning, to say the least. Before, Sierra, before you get into this, Michael, do you want to explain how you proposed? Give a little background before Sierra goes into what she thought was happening. The uh, actual proposal part? Yeah. So, like, how how did it develop? And then we'll go into Sierra, what Sierra thought was going on sure, during the sure. day. Sure, sure. So, uh, as you all probably know from listening to this, uh, we're big Notre Dame fans. Real big. College football, favorite sport. So, when it came time to propose, I knew, you know, had to do something with Notre Dame and college football and what better way could we tie it all in than do it at the 50-yard line in Notre Dame Stadium? Because, also a little background, they have been dating forever. Yeah, nine, nine years. years. Nine Since years. high school. So they have been dating through high school, through college. They've gone to countless Notre Dame mm-hmm. games together. And Notre Dame football has kind of always been that like little middle thing that they always have been both you know, passionate locked about. in, packed in. Yeah, totally. passionate about. So. Mm-hmm. Again, reason why that is the main theme of this. So, uh, coordinated it with some very awesome people, very great to work with, uh, very thankful to work with. And uh, basically, we had it set up that um, initially Sierra thought that it was going to be a, you know, fundraiser charity type event. 
Um, and, you know, they were doing a staggered entrance into the stadium because of COVID. So we had our quote unquote entrance time. Uh, we got led into the stadium and uh, that's where we met some of the great people that we were working with, that I was working with to set everything up. Um, had a photographer waiting there for us who, um, you know, followed us out onto the field. Um, we were able to get some some pictures taken in the end zone. Um, and then, you know, I asked, hey, are we allowed to go out on the field knowing that we could? To, to midfield specifically, <laughs> right? Right on the Notre Dame 50-yard line dead center. So we went out there, like Jack was saying, middle of the logo. We're at midfield inside of Notre Dame Stadium, just us. It was pretty sweet. Um, and that's where, you know, I asked the question. It was Everything was caught by our photographer. Awesome time there. Um, very excited to see those pictures. Sears already <laughs> Sears tearing up again, just thinking about it. Um, but I wanted to be able to incorporate something that you know we both love, that we're both very passionate about. Um, but also, Sears' request was that it was a surprise, and she is a freaking FBI agent. <laughs> so like the coordination of all this was basically impossible. We, Michael and I were sending each other code, coded texts <laughs> we, that Sierra was not happy about when I sent it to him. When we got to Notre Dame football stadium. Well, well first, first give give the whole story behind the whole day. Lead me up to the whole day and we'll get to the, the okay. coded message. So we're coming in from um, where we live currently in Chicago. And we were texting our friends that helped with the whole engagement. And they were like, oh... So we had told them we were running late and, you know, where to meet up with them. And they're like, oh, it's perfect, you know, because of COVID, we have to have staggering entrances. So meet us outside of the stadium at this time. And we're like, perfect. So Michael picks me up. Um, we drive to the stadium and Jack texts Michael and our other friend. It was like, hey, do you guys want to watch the games tonight? And I was just so offended <laughs> that Jack didn't text me to watch the football games tonight because – well, Jack and I are close, and I he knew that I was coming home, so I was, like, a little bitter about that, but I so, got over it. So the reason for the coded message was myself, my parents, Sierra's whole family all got there early, and we hid in the visitor's tunnel of Notre Dame Stadium while they walked through the main tunnel. So I told my brother and his friend that were helping set this whole thing up, I was like, hey, I don't want the chance of – Sierra seeing the text being like, hey, we're ready to go. Like, come on over. So I'm going to send you guys a nice little coded message. So I was like, Michael, listen, my coded message is, do you guys want to watch the football games today? Because, you know, Sunday, let's go watch football games, you know, maybe hit the bars or something. And so Michael reads it out loud and Sierra's like, oh, what? Why didn't Jack invite me? She know, he knows I'm in town. Totally. What the fuck? And it was it was my coded message for being like, hey, we're ready to go. Like, you guys can come on over and, you know, we'll get the whole thing going. But that was my little coded message so that even if she did see it, it wouldn't be so obvious that, you know, something was happening. Because you you have said you wanted it to be a surprise. Yeah, of course. So I, I, had to keep, I had to keep the little coded message going so that she wouldn't know. So I send that, and then it kind of goes into... The story, yeah. So next. we get out of the car, and our friends that were helping with this whole thing... Um, gave us these passes, which is really typical for anything Notre Dame event. So when we do tailgates for Notre Dame or really anything, it's we always get these passes with the Notre Dame lanyard and then our names or some type of ticket. So I didn't think anything of it. I was asking how their weekend was, and uh, 
you know, sure enough, they had planned the whole thing. They were rehearsing their lines to me because they knew they that I would ask that. And then I was like, oh, you guys want to watch some football later? They're like, yeah, of course. So we're walking into the stadium, and as we get to the entrance, the guy there was like, "Hey, are you guys here for the Kelly? Oh, for the foundation event?" And we were like, "Yeah, we're here for the event." So we walk in, and there was this photographer there, and I was like, "Wow, this is like just must be something that these type of events have, you know, a professional yeah, photographer, you know, publicity, you know? of course, you know, social media sites, things like that." So we walk to the end zone, and the guy's taking pictures. Um, Our friends start throwing the football around. You know, don't think anything of it. I'm videotaping for my social media. (laughs) And then we get closer to the – we actually get to the 50-yard line, and our friends bolt to the side of the stands. And I look over, and Michael is on one knee, and I just start bawling and obviously he proposes and asks and I say yes and then out of the corner of my eye I just see my family sprinting full force towards me and even Jack sprinting so fast I'm, I'm running out there like I'm about to score a touchdown. Yeah, going, <laughs> they going, all are. It's like <laughs> a 90-yard touchdown right now. I've known some of my family members for 30 years and I've never seen them run so fast in their life well that was the whole thing you I I, I want to say just from looking at it, it looked like you didn't think any of us were there at first. I didn't. I didn't. You I were, was you even were looking at Michael and the way that you were standing, we were coming in like head on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like we your back wasn't towards us or anything. And you didn't realize it looked like you didn't realize that we were there until we got like you guys were at the fifty. It looked like you didn't realize until we were at like the forty yard line. Easily. I was <laughs> we just... ran like we ran like fifty some yards. <laughs> we were like Sierra still doesn't notice us. Everyone, everyone gets out there and they're just out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> they just gassed. I was checking my phone. There. I was like, dude, this is a 40-yard sprint today. I was just so shocked that Michael was asking, and I was just so happy. Because uh, Jack has mentioned, we, Michael and I have been dating for at least nine years, and I was like, finally, it's happening. I knew, was... I knew that I had to do something above and beyond. So, you True. know. So I guess the question is, waking up this morning, did you expect it? Not not, Not at, all. at all. That's I, all we want right there, baby. That's how we do it. Never would I have thought it. it would have happened at Notre Dame Stadium. But when Michael had told my mom what was happening, she was like, this only makes sense. Like, duh, this yeah. is going to happen here. It was, you know, like like Michael said, shout out to everyone that, you know, had a part in this. Shout out to everybody that, you know, made this happen. Could have thank you enough. Great, it mm-hmm. was a great day, a great time. Yeah, it, it, it would not have been possible without the help of the super awesome people that I worked with at Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. And then all of our very, 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 very close friends who were in on everything. A lot of listeners of the pod. Shout out to you guys. (laughs) The listeners of the pod. uh, Whether you were at the stadium, at the restaurant, anything like that, you guys knew ahead of time and you were able to keep it a secret. And for that, you know, (laughs) literally cannot thank you enough. And I think one of the best parts too was telling everyone. So you know, telling the whole family and seeing their reactions. And I know Jack is just thrilled to have a sister in his life. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, All I'm the kidding. cousins. I'm kidding. I've, I've always said, like, whenever anybody has kind of, like, asked me about you, too, I've been, like, they and they asked me, like, oh, like, is Michael going to propose soon? Like, what's going on? I'd be like, Sierra's a sister to me, and it's going to happen hmm. soon, regardless of of what time it's going to happen. So I've I've been waiting for this to happen. You've been with me literally, like, I'm dead serious. If you do the math, like a third of my life. Totally. Uh, more than a third <laughs> of my life. So you have been with me through so much. So I'm I'm so happy to have you in our family for 
for good. And I am, <laughs> I am very excited for, you know, the future. I'm also two things I'm very excited for. One, the wedding. Because let me tell you. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Both Dude. our families know how to get down. Definitely. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that, has been, that has been the number one response yeah, oh, yeah. when we tell people. Yo, everyone, a wedding, though? Every, everyone's just like, oh, this wedding is going to be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> like that is legit going to be a, a great time. And, and then the other thing, looking very far into the future. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to be the fun uncle, baby. I'm so ready to be the fun uncle. You guys are going to hate me, but your kids are going to love me. And I'll tell you that right Let's now. Let's not get ahead Let's of ourselves. Oh, baby. I'm excited to be the fun uncle. Do you want nieces or nephews? It doesn't matter. I'll be, oh, the, fun, okay. I'll be the fun uncle regardless. Great. <laughs> yeah. I'll be the fun uncle. Uh, dude, I'm going to be the greatest fun uncle of all time. I'm excited. There's no doubt about that. You guys are going to, you like, I'll tell you this right now. You guys are going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Do like straight up. You guys are uh, thousand percent going I, to hate I, I me. can't i can't wait for like uh you know five to seven years from now and uh we're recording these shed some light episodes and it's just like jack what are you doing to our kids <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, they're having a great time come on it's fucking sweet that that's where i'm gonna be the guy i'm gonna be the guy that they're gonna just be like uncle jack's here let's go <laughs> be like oh michael's here don't allow you to have this candy bar well pow here's the candy bar that's what i'm doing all the time i'm hey. hitting i'm hitting them with the oh Hey, don't tell your parents about this. <laughs> well, bam, and then that's me. That's me all day, right there. I'm. I am gonna be the number one fun uncle of all time. And of course, when they get to the legal drinking age, I'm gonna be the first one to give them a drink. A Miller Light. I'm gonna be the first one. I'll be the first one. <laughs> it has to be a Miller Light, or I'd be so sad. Hey, I guarantee you, I'll be the first one. That's that's a that's a Jack promise. Mark that down. <laughs> Mark that down in the books. I'll be the first one to give it a drink. Uh, reference, reference episode 21 in five in to seven five years. years. <laughs> in, in, in 20, 21, 25 years from now, <laughs> reference this episode, and I'll be the first one to give them a drink legally. They're going to listen to this podcast and think you're so uncool. Hey kids, Me? yeah. No, they're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, my dad's a loser. Why is, why is Uncle Jack so much cooler totally. than him? You and, and my sister. Like, I'm gonna be like, yup, just because I'm awesome. That's why. Hey, hey kids, it's your dad and your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> We're just, you know, hey, drinking beers Michael's right now. Kids. Twenty years from now, I'm we, the cool. I'm the cool one. We hope that you can still access podcasts because it's like thirty years ahead in the future. <laughs> When they come back and they're gonna listen to this, like they're gonna listen to it on like a uh, like a tape recording. Yeah, <laughs> like they're gonna have to totally. put in the little thing. Like yeah, hit they're gonna the play be like, "What is a podcast? What's going on here?" <laughs> hey, but let me tell you, your kids gonna love me. I'll tell you that right now. I'm excited. Overall, a great day. Probably the best day of my life. Probably. That is my nephew getting born. Parentheses, nephew being born. But yes, it was the best day of my life. I said, hold up, wait Thank a minute. Thank you to it's literally right. everyone who was involved. I feel so, we feel so loved and so excited. Well, a question. For the wedding. Do you want to give a, a, a quick shout out to uh, close friends, listeners of the pod for a, uh, a gift that you guys might have gotten? Yes. Do you want to talk about that real quick? The Miller Lights. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the Miller Lights. I don't know if uh, I don't know if Sierra wants to give a little. Yes. Shout out to no. Shout gave. out. You know who Close you friends. are. Close friends of the pod. Um, they gave me an incredible, a couple of incredible gifts. One of them was the coordinates of Notre Dame Stadium. So, on obviously, a necklace. On, my, on a necklace. So obviously, that will always. I mean, I'll probably wear it every single day. That was just so thoughtful. Then they also gave me like a little ring. 
Ashtray. Ashtray. Tray. Not an ashtray. A ring ring tray. And it had the date of our engagement. So it was um, slightly off topic, but also on topic. Um, That was our first time in the stadium this season. Mm -hmm. Tell you what, I miss it. Probably back. Chills. Probably back. I, I, oh my gosh, that's my happy place right there. And I was so happy to be inside the stadium. Like that is where everything goes down and I cannot wait to be back there for a live football game. But we had a, you know, a great memory taking place there. Today. If that was the only time I get to be in the stadium this year, like <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I also just want to say I was, um, uh, targeted twice two receptions two <laughs> touchdowns if you want to go fantasy football stat line i was gonna right say jack's me. jack's putting up 17 um, I got, fantasy i got points some serious week. numbers dragging <laughs> toe right in the back of the end zone you know two touchdowns it is what it is when I'm a, I'm a red zone threat to say the least uh i think my fantasy score was very high this week did you have any re- do you have two receptions for two touchdowns uh i threw i threw a great a couple great completions but crossing routes touchdowns uh, the play is still developing. Uh, nope, didn't think so. <laughs> I caught two touchdowns, baby. I at least got 14 points out there. No, it was my fantasy numbers are through the roof. I'll tell you that it I'm was efficient. It was legit awesome being back inside the stadium, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to uh, go back and see like a football game being played there. <laughs> oh yeah, and then be like, hey, I was you there. See, you see where they're down right there? <laughs> that's that. I was there. You see where you see where the coin toss is going down? Yeah, that's what I proposed. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. Beat that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the other question I wanted to ask, we, we've been saying it all day. Michael, am I stuck with Sierra or Sierra stuck with me? Oh, Sierra's Who? stuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. The fun uncle, baby. Yeah. That, was, that was literally the first thing I told Jack when I hugged him was like, you're stuck with me forever. And, and I, I like, said, nope, you're stuck <laughs> with me, baby. That's, yeah. that's that's that was the real question that's going down about who's stuck with who. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're you're definitely stuck we're with we're me. 21 episodes into shed some light right now. So just imagine this playing out into the future when we're like hundreds of episodes in, and then you know you got to be like, yeah, that's I'm related <laughs> to them. <laughs> I am somehow related to these two, idiots. and I I don't know how. <laughs> Willingly, nonetheless. <laughs> Yeah, the best, <laughs> the best way people are like they're actually funny. Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> I did what, this because I thought I was honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think? Not... Oh, he steals home and he gets gunned. Is he out? No, I don't Sorry, know. we've <laughs> we've got the baseball game on in the background. It looks like First he's of all, out. Steal, stealing home is banana lands. I I love the move by Manuel Margot. I believe. Replay. We got the replay on. Hold on. This is this is great for live radio. Oh, he throws it home. Catch. Oh my goodness. How is he not out? Oh, did he did he sneak the hand in? Is the question though. The ball was there, and he was like halfway down the line. How is he not out? He was not touching. Not touching. Oh, he's safe. Oh, he's he's safe. safe. Oh my god. The he Dodgers. Safe. The Dodgers catcher. What are you doing? Dude, no. Shout out to the helmet. The helmet. The helmet fell off the guy. And he tagged the helmet. Yeah, but the, when you look, look at that, that, he tagged the helmet. <laughs> when you he look at tagged guys, the helmet, the listeners cannot do not understand what you're saying. Oh my god! Any, hey, no. Anyways, listens. back to the engagement. It was a great day. We love all of you. <laughs> this is <laughs> what a change, Thomas, and then a change right Yeesh. back. We love everyone that was a part of it. Thank you so much. Can't wait for the shed some light wedding. Can't wait to be a cannon. Oh, that's gonna be banana lands. <laughs> You know the Miller Lights will be flowing there. Oh, 
I hope they Miller. sponsor the wedding. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm saying. Miller Lite. Miller Lite, please, like please, said, please, I please, please. I tagged you in the pictures. Sponsor the wedding. That's all that we ask Sponsor for. the wedding and our podcast. We ask for two things. <laughs> <laughs> two things. Sponsor well, we'll the take wedding one or the other. You know, you don't have to do both. Podcast. Our podcast. Podcast. <laughs> our podcast number one. <laughs> our podcast number one. All right. Uh, you got anything else you want to ask us about in this interview segment? Any any closing words here? No. I, I guess I have one, Jack. When Michael said that he first wanted to propose to me, what was your reaction? Well, I so I knew that he wanted to propose for like upwards of six months to mm-hmm. a year, probably. Mm-hmm. And so like I was like, I was like all for it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, because like I said, like you've you've been my sister basically for the past third of my life. Mm-hmm. So I've always been I've always been about it. And then I just didn't know like when it was gonna happen. And so, like, I've always been kind of just waiting for him to be like, hey, like, it's go- it, it's yeah. going down. Like, it's going to happen this time. Mm-hmm. And when he told me about it, I was like, oh, dude, like, I love it. Like, this is, like, a great idea. It's perfect time. I don't think she'll have any idea. It was, it was all around just a great time. I thought we almost ruined it because I was with your sister, and she said that she was going to dinner with your dad mm-hmm. or to lunch. And she was like, oh, yeah, we're getting lunch at Legends. I know. And you were like, you were like, I'm at Legends yeah. right now. <laughs> she was and like, oh, we're not like, here anymore. I'm she like, was like, oh, yeah. okay. She, she was like, oh, she said to you, they were like, what do I say? And we were like, just tell her that you guys were there. Like, you guys grabbed lunch and you left. And then she texted that, and I was like, oh, God, did we just fuck it up right there? Like, what's going on? That was the one hiccup. It was, and it I, was, was I was freaking out. It was that. And then oh, you we knew? thought we thought that you oh, – we thought that you saw us when we were like hiding. But, no, like, you couldn't. You, I not you not at you, all. You couldn't see yeah. us. So like, other than that, like it was it was a great time, great proposal, great little after party. I'm happy for both of you guys. It's been a long time coming, mm-hmm. and it's about damn time. So, <laughs> amen. In, in, in the words of LeBron James, yeah. it's about it's damn, about damn yeah. time. <laughs> Seriously, I want my damn respect. <laughs> I want my damn ring right now. So so. Been been a hell of a time. I'm I'm happy for both of you guys. Awesome. Boom. Awesome time. Wrapping up segment two right there. They called him fucking out too. That's bullshit. By the way. <laughs> Back to the baseball That's game. That's fucking bullshit. He was <laughs> saved by a mile. He tagged his helmet. All right. We are wrapping up segment two. We will be back with some uh dumb thoughts and what do we have to wrap up to the show? Yeah. Dumb thoughts. Dumb thoughts. Dumb thoughts coming up after the dumb break. Thoughts. Crack a towel. Segment three, Shed Some Light, the boys are back. We are wrapping up this Monday episode with some of our dumb thoughts. Um, I'm leading off the dumb thoughts. Yes, sir. Okay. So uh, I don't know if this is actually a dumb thought or if this is very explainable. But to me, it doesn't make sense. So I want to hear your take on it. Okay. Ready. And that is Dust. Just like, where does it come from? Dust does not make sense to me. So you clean things, right? And the dust goes away. But like, say, okay, so for instance, in our place in Chicago, we have hardwood floors, right? And we have a, like a TV stand that's elevated off the floor, okay? But there is dust that gets under that TV stand. Yeah. Okay, so why does it, why does that happen? Like, where does it? Like, where does dust come from? Yeah. 
Right. Like it doesn't fall off the ceiling and it doesn't fall off the bottom of the TV stand that would like, like I mean, the, maybe it does. Why would it do that though? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Where, like, where does dust come from? Because the point of cleaning vacuuming, right. Is to get rid of the dust. But then if you don't vacuum or you don't clean dust shows up. So, so that just appears out of thin air. I think it's like, I think it's like, Part of it is like your like skin. <laughs> I mean that makes sense, but I like I honestly got I have no fucking clue. So so dust is just a bunch of dead skin. Sure, but like okay, so another dead one wood skin. So like that's another why, one. That's why it goes under the TV. But okay, because but, it's your it's your little TV stand falling off. So, but sometimes it's on top of the fridge. Where does that come from? The ceiling? When you're walking by the fridge, it floats up and then sits on the top. Like, if it's on the, if it's... Or dead insect skin. No, we don't have a bunch of insects. You live in fucking Chicago, dude. Everybody's got a bunch of insects. Not in our room. Yeah, you do. I just don't understand dust. <laughs> so that's my dumb yeah, thought for the, the week. Fucking question of the year, right there. What the We're, fuck is dust? What, yeah. So we, like I said, we clean things, right? But then eventually, dust still shows up. So why? <laughs> I ponder that. That's just gonna. You're gonna see. That's a, what's you, the point of cleaning if dust still shows up? So that there's not a ton of dust. Okay, so I get rid of all the dust. And then I don't do anything, and then like a couple weeks later, there's dust again. I mean, that's the same thing. Like, why are you gonna wipe your ass? <laughs> there's just gonna be shit there again. <laughs> you gotta get it out. You gotta get the dust out. But 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 okay, you you take a poop, and that makes sense as to where the poop come, comes yeah, from. Yeah, but we're we're just talking about we're just you, living our life, and no, then you dust just talking shows about up. like why should I clean if there's gonna be more dust? It's like why should I wipe my ass if there's just gonna be more shit? Yeah, but I'm just saying in general, where does the dust come from? And why do we have to clean it just for it to come back? Is that a dumb thought or is that just me being dumb? I, I think the dumb thought is where does dust come from? I think the whole like, why are we going to clean it if it's just going to come back? That's just like, so okay, it's just like a why wipe your ass. So we're pondering where does dust come from? Yeah, which like that's fair. I don't know. I'm too stupid to know where dust come from. It actually could be stuff falling off your ceiling. <laughs> but so you don't think we have the technology to make ceilings that don't like shed little particles to create dust? Shed some light? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't like. Okay. So, the, the, what made me think of this was, for instance, the hardwood floor that we have in Chicago is completely clean. It's shiny. It's like, you know, looking like fresh wood, except for under this tiny little TV stand where it's a little bit elevated. And you can see that the that it like changes, right? It's like clean floors outside and then a little bit of dust under it. So so, so what I'm going to say to that is I think that it's more of like when you guys are walking around, you're stirring up all the dust that's like normally on the floor. But since you don't walk over there, like dust is like all the like – or maybe a little like skin particle or like clothes particle like falls on the floor, but you're moving so much on that floor that's like exposed that there's no dust. But when you go under the TV stand, you're not moving over there. So that's where the dust builds up. 
Sears nodding <laughs> her head over here. Yup. She's makes like, sense. that makes a lot of sense. I just I'm 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 out on dust. <laughs> out on dust. No big anti-dust well, guy. If if you're going like very like common things you don't understand, uh just planes and boats. I don't get those. Boats kind of make sense. No, because you know what? Fuck anyone who's like, whenever somebody's like, oh, yeah, like, I don't understand how planes and boats work. The the, the one person always has the same shit. And it's like, oh, well, planes work because of, uh, like, lift. And then no, boats no, no. work because of buoyancy. Like, yes. yeah, I fucking get that. But, like, not really. Planes don't make sense. Planes are just like, every time you land on a plane, you should just stand up and give a round of applause because you survived a metal well, how tube do, flying how through the sky. How does fucking boats work? Because if I lay in the water, like a little bit over like half of me is exposed. When a fucking giant boat goes in the water, like 90% of it's above the water. How? Uh, Why am I sinking? But that <laughs> boat doesn't fucking sink. You don't. You don't like sink, sink. Though. Yeah, but like you, if you lay like on like t- on your back in the water, like what percentage of you is above the water? Like fifty percent, maybe thirty. Sierra <laughs> from, from the clouds. Sierra says thirty. Why is like a big cruise liner? Why is like ninety percent of that boat above the water? Uh, there's buoyancy. Yeah, no shit. I don't get what fucking buoyancy is though. Yeah, it's physics. Yeah, fuck physics. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, that goes into my irrational fear of pontoons. Well, you're just stupid. Pontoons are the worst. You're just dumb. You you with the fear of pontoons is just stupid. Yeah, I don't I don't like pontoons, and I think pontoons are going to be your most likely boat to capsize. So no, to ca- uh, capsize is like flip over. Go underwater. That's not capsize. Capsize Sink? is flip. Yeah. I mean, they're just like a brick in the water. But they float because they got the, the pontoon things. Yeah, but... Buoyancy. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lesson in buoyancy. But what I'm saying is pontoons. Okay, so this is my fear of it. Boats, like speed boats, when you go over a wave, the boat like moves with the wave, right? And a pontoon, when you go over a wave, it doesn't go over the wave. It crashes into it so that the wave comes over on the top of the boat. And if you hit the right wave in the big, big enough no. wave, your front end goes down and then it's just like, yeet, we're no. going down. We're all you're going just, down. You're just stupid. There's it's there's dumb thought. I've seen TikToks and videos uh, out there about that fear. Yeah, no shit. I've seen tic- I've seen fucking videos of of normal boats falling over, capsizing. You're not afraid of that? Uh, you ever you ever see the one like classic video of the guy just f- hauling on the speedboat and then they do the whole like doom and then they all fall over and the boat flips over? You ever seen that video? Yeah. You're not afraid of that? not why you saw the video because those are they're hitting really big waves that's literally what you just said about pontoons but pontoons don't don't (laughs) eat the dumbest thing i've ever heard you just said the same thing you just said that boat flipped over because they hit really big waves and you're scared of pontoons hitting really big waves yes so if they both hit big waves, <laughs> they both have a chance of going under. They do. No shit. Thank but, you, Michael. But a speedboat bounces with the waves, where a pontoon still, eats the waves. Yeah, but and goes I under. would. So then I would rather be on a pontoon that hits those waves. Nope. Because then I just gradually go under. <laughs> if I'm if I'm in a speedboat and I hit those waves and I fucking flop left and right, I might like get knocked out and then I that's when I drown. I don't want to know what's coming for me. What? 
If I, if if I'm going down slowly in a pontoon, I'm like, holy cow, I'm going down. If I just get thrown out of nowhere from a yeah, speedboat. Yeah, but if you're on a speedboat and you're hauling ass and you can see the wave coming, you're like, ah, fuck, here comes a giant wave. Uh, we probably shouldn't hit this going full speed. And then you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then you hit it. That's worse than just being like, oh, oh here we go. And <laughs> we're down. Yeah, pontoons are the worst. So no, that, no. You right. that's that's the dumbest that's dumb fear. <laughs> what's what's your other dumb thought? Well, my other two dumb thoughts are just kind of like dumb things I thought of as a kid. One of them has uh in like relation to baseball that I thought about for way too long. Like I realized it way too long. So I played baseball up until like fifth grade. And so I really didn't get into like the whole, you know, stats of everything, I guess. Okay. And I would say probably till I was like 13 12 13 ish somewhere around there middle school i thought era was just like how like when you came out and pitched <laughs> that's how many runs you'd give up no matter how many innings we've talked about i this didn't realize it was per nine innings so if you pitch like an inning and give up one run you have a nine era i just thought like oh this guy's pitched two innings and he has a nine era he just gives up nine runs in two <laughs> innings every time he comes out like i was like like when people would have like fourteen ERAs when they would pitch like he stinks a, a, a third of an <laughs> inning and give up like three runs or whatever, I'd be like, "Well, this guy gives up fourteen runs every time he pitches the ball. Why is anybody pitching this guy? That's a stupid move by the manager." I was like, "I don't get why this guy's even on the MLB squad." So that one's Man. very explainable, but it is a dumb thought. But it's stupid because I—it's more of a stupid thought because I thought about it literally until I was like twelve <laughs> to thirteen, like. That's something you figure out when you're like eight. You're like, ah, ERA like is per nine. I just thought that until I was <laughs> legitimately like halfway through middle school. That's all right, though. I like that. I would almost rather go with that stat. Like every time so this guy do, comes out, he, he gives he, up 14 he gives up runs. X amount of, ah, yeah. He's due. He's got, he's got a 14 ERA. This guy fucking sucks. Yep. He's pitched two innings or whatever. Okay, so then my other dumb thought was kind of about another another dumb thing that I thought about when I was a kid. So I didn't think about this as long as the other one, but I thought when I, when I was a kid, I used to think that uh, the first down line oh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. college football was a sticker, and it was two <laughs> people's job to pick it up and run down the field with it. I don't know why I thought that, but I was just like, well, my originally my first thought was that they painted it on, but then I was like, well, that's impossible. Because the first down line moves all the time, so there'd be a lot of paint and a lot of, you know, there'd just be yellow lines all over the place. So then my next thought was that there there was a sticker, and it was two people's jobs to pick it up and <laughs> run it down the field. But then I was like, they're just clotheslining everyone that runs by you. Like, if, if you just pick it up, like, everyone else on the defense has to jump yeah. to, like, get over it. Yeah. But, like, at first I didn't, I didn't get the whole, like, theory of it was just on the TV. We got a lot of background noises happening in the studio. Apologize for that. Sarah's drunk as she never posts here today. <laughs> That's what it is. I'll be honest. Uh, but no, I do agree with you because I remember having that same thought when you like uh, the first time that you like were conscious enough to realize you were at a football game in person. And you're like, where's the first down line? How I, I, was, supposed to I was blown away when I saw that. <laughs> I was like, wait a fucking second. There's no first down line. <laughs> How where, did, did, where did it go? How do they know if they get a first down? And then it also blew my mind where it was like the first down line isn't always like 
technically correct. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That blew my mind. Yeah. I was like, I, I would be like arguing with the TV. I'd be like, do you not fucking see the yellow line? That ball <laughs> is definitely touching the yellow line. Therefore, it is a first down. Nope. Dude, those things, those things as a kid, when you like realize that they're not like, they're not true. That was a, that was a gut-wrenching experience for yep. me. Yeah. I was, I was not happy. Yeah. Not happy. <laughs> <laughs> another, uh, another, just a little, little tidbit right here dumb thought uh and i've told you this a long time uh gray's anatomy i used to thought i used to think the title of that show was grace and atomy <laughs> i don't know why but i just didn't understand that it was like gray's anatomy what was the uh the singer too this one i'll fucking t- oh, i still oh, believe oh. this right now and i'll fucking take this to my grave cole swindell the way that they pronounce his name sounds like his name is Cole's. And then his last name is Wendell, which <laughs> makes fucking sense. And the way they emphasize it, like Cole Swindell, that makes sense. Cole Swindell. They, but they don't emphasize it like that. When they say it, they're like Cole Swindell. <laughs> dude, dude, you can't even tell me that that doesn't sound like Cole. So Jack thinks Jack thought that his name was Cole Swindell. It makes a, it makes so much as sense. opposed to Cole if, Swindell. If you listen to how they say it, like on like radio, they emphasize <laughs> Cole's and then they emphasize the W in his last name. Cole Swindell. That could that could legitimately be Cole Swindell. <laughs> Cole Swindell. Dude, we're, we're saying the same thing, but we're meaning two different yeah, things. Well, <laughs> okay, so if you just say it like Cole Swindell, you should you should say it Cole Swindell. <laughs> There's there's a pause. You got to emphasize the first name and then the last name. If you just say it all with one, Cole Swindell, you can see where I get the Cole out of that. Like and Cole. Listen, have you ever heard the name Cole? Dude, listen. Someone from the south. Someone from the south can definitely name their kid Cole. It's like Colt McCoy, but it's just Cole McCoy, maybe. Cole Swindell. Yeah, it makes sense. That's how they pronounce it on the radio. If they really wanted to emphasize his first name, they, they would say Cole Swindell. Hey, everyone. Here's today's top five track from Cole Swindell. It doesn't have to be that big of a pause, <laughs> jackass. It's just like, here's top five track from Cole Swindell. And they're just like, Cole Swindell. Cole is a legitimate name. You motherfuckers. And I'll take this to my grave. The way that they pronounce it sounds like Cole could be his first name and Wendell could be his last name. And that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it wouldn't. It. It's like, it's like, like I said, it's like Colt McCoy, but it's like Cole's. <laughs> like, I wouldn't put it past somebody to name someone. I'm going to name my kid Cole's. Cole's okay. Cannon flows. <laughs> flows. Cole Swindell is a legitimate name. And you cannot tell me otherwise. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So those are our dumb thoughts for today. We hope that you can ponder them. And if you have any answers, reach out. We want to know about dust. We want to know about what you think about Cole or Coles. <laughs> but Coles. Uh, <laughs> if you want to name your kid Coles, <laughs> let me know. Before we wrap up this show, we actually have two new five-star ratings to share with all of our listeners here. Uh, Very excited about these. If you could, please give us a five-star rating. It helps us spread the word of Shed Some Light. Best beer out there. Best podcast out there. Hi, Dan. Let's get into these real quick. So first one, this is a throwback review. So 
OG listener. We appreciate that. Uh, going back to episode one, it says Michael could do it. <laughs> As a bunter, you could absolutely beat out a throw to first base. Get the fuck out of here. You're a gunner, babe. Michael's the slowest motherfucker right. I've ever that met. That is right. I was no a- shot. But hey. I appreciate that. Dude, you are slow as shit. You're, there's no way you're beating out this fucking I'm, this fucking. I'm butt. beating out a throw and I'm getting on base no, against not. a major you're league hitter. Not. You're <laughs> just not. Hey, I'm just saying. You're not fast. I, I now have a, a verified listener reviewing that and saying that I can Yeah, who's so. like your friend that knows that I, he's just stirring up controversy. Hey, I could do it. You're it. never going to beat second, out a bunt. You're never going to beat out a We bunt. got a second five-star review that I'd like to share. This one says, new favorite podcast. By far the most relatable and enjoyable podcast I've listened to and the only podcast I listen to now. Every episode has made me laugh out loud. They make you want to join in on the conversation and have segments for everyone to enjoy. Keep it up and keep them cold. Keep them cold, baby. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you for the reviews, everybody. Those are Thank both good ones. Reviews. Both except, real good ones. Except whoever said Michael could beat out a bunt because you're just fucking wrong. Nope. I'm you're right. just straight up wrong. Right. Michael could never beat out a bunt to save his life. Hey, potato chips in the fingers. I'm flying. I don't even know what that means. Exactly. <laughs> you're still wrong. You're not beating out a bunt. I could get on base. That's all he's saying. So No, you couldn't. Please uh, leave us those five-star reviews. Like wrong. we said, it helps us. Uh, get the word out there helps us grow we appreciate everyone who has made it this far that is where we are wrapping up episode 21 of shed some light we are Congrats now legal. to you too <laughs> thank you um give us a follow on social media instagram we are at shed some light pod twitter we are at shed some light and email of course if you want to get a hold of us there it is shed some light podcast at gmail.com everything will be in the description yes And we will catch you later this week. Until then, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.